uh, we are here, uh, or some shit like that. Uh, before we start talking, nigga, I was in the car coming back from the store. Um, you know, listen to my shuffle, you know, like I always do. Um, motherfuckers, stay tuned, stay tuned for shuffle antics. Um, you know, coming up on future installments of Beware the L's. But, and fucking Tiger Faded came on, right? Mm-hmm. First of all, I knew every single word and I belted that bitch from the bottom of my heart. I was quite embarrassed. Naturally. Um, young Nino, fuck a bitch in the peacoat. Carlito, Scarface Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Uh, it goes deep in the pussy, Dan Marino. But the thing is not the fact that like it's actually a pretty good song and like Tiger's flow was low-key good. It's the fact that this was back, I think Fade came out in 2011. Wayne has been mm-hmm. garbage for a long time, bro. Like, listen, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I say this all the time. I, I have not deliberately gone onto my phone or gone onto that uh, piff or anywhere where you can get music and said, "Let me go ahead and listen. Let me download to my personal library at Wayne Project since he has returned from prison." Wow. Now, so that so that includes Carter Four. That includes Actually, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, right. Carter Four. Carter Four is the last project I have. You, you ain't got sorry for the wait. No. Okay, and and that's fair. I think the last. I, heard, I, I think I the listened to it. The last one I, I downloaded was D Four, um, and I don't know why I downloaded it. It, I mean, it had a couple shits on there. Uh, maneuvering, uh, the McConan shit. He he floated on, um, but other than that, like I, this nigga he's sucks, had bro. Very, uh, oh, yeah, he's big, big bad. It, he's had spot, spot perform, spot, spot performances here and there. Yeah. Um, but the majority of the past ten years, this past decade for Wayne, has been a lot, a lot of shot attempts, not a lot of buckets. Yeah, I mean, to compare him, you know, Wayne is a, a Hall of Famer. Uh, honestly, I feel like he was one of the greatest of all time. He had arguably the greatest run of all time i think it was the greatest run of all time but when you hang around too long nigga niggas start to forget how good you were at one point you feel me like to compare him to another republican um peyton manning uh imagine you remember how bad peyton manning was like his last two years in denver how terrible he was uh yeah well even when they won well, the Super Bowl, was, he was bad. I say, yeah, he was bad when he won the Super Bowl, too, yeah. Wayne, imagine, Wayne has really not been the same since, really since he got out. Again, like you said, he's, he had some good performances after he got out. He had some good songs, but overall, that nigga ain't been the same since 2011. So, that was nine years ago, bro. Manning mm-hmm. played, let's say, another seven years past his last year in Denver. That's what Lil Wayne is today. I would I would compare him to y'all boy, uh Vince Carter. It, but don't you no, no. That's <laughs> what the fuck you not gonna do on this episode 39? Listen, yeah. brother. I have no idea what episode this is. We we we've been we've what been the fuck you not gonna go do on. on episode Trey Nine of Beware the Ills is disrespect that great North Carolina man Vince Carter. I will never I will never let you get that shit off on my podcast. Listen, nigga. listen, man. I, I try to keep it as factual as possible here. 
Uh, although Wayne is much better than Vince was comparatively. Because yes. I don't even know if Vince is a Hall of Fame. Vince just be dunking and it was cool. Come on, man. Um, that, all right, all right. A- Austin Cole's Hall of Fame criteria. I know he's 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 been rubbing off on me. Big pause. <laughs> but um, yeah. So they uh, Wayne and, and Vince had similar runs. Flashiest niggas in the game. One of the best niggas in the game for for a period. Mm-hmm. And then Vince's time from I guess probably when he left the Magic. No, I was gonna say left Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. And has I- been this. Compared to Ooh, Dwayne when last he, When did he leave Orlando? Good God. 2010? Uh, yeah, because he came. It might have been maybe 11, 12, because he came right after they went to the finals. Ugh. Um, Yeah. That's a good comparison. That's or did it. he leave before that final? Yeah, that's Wayne is Vince Carter. It, yeah, yeah. Except Wayne was <laughs> way better than Vince ever was. Um, and, 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 you know, so it really it disappoints you so not only because – Wayne has gone so far past his prime that, like, with this new generation, like, the only, like, the kids that listen to Lil Wayne today are the people who had older brothers and, or older siblings and, oh, you know, other family and shit that got them mm-hmm. hip to old Wayne. There is not yep. one child on planet Earth that will sit down and listen to a new Wayne project and be like, yep, this is it. Um, not only does he suck and his bars are lazy and poorly constructed, uh, we need you, Gilly the Kid. But he's also completely, he's out of touch with culture. Like, he's just like an old man shaking his fist at the clouds at this point. I, I, I wish I could give an opinion because I just, I just don't, I can't, I haven't listened to Wayne to even <laughs> care about what he's rapping about anymore. I literally saw he dropped uh, No Ceilings 3 and I was like, oh shit. I heard, and the only reason I, li- I played the uh, Drake songs because I heard a snippet yeah. from uh, DJ Does Nothing. <laughs> and um, I said, let me see what Drake's talking about. But yeah, I I just I really haven't given one any any time of day just because the fact that the last last few projects I did listen Ugh. to him was such a decrease in drop off from from Ugh. what he was at his time and it's, it's it sucks. No, no he's a great. It, he's it, a it, it really really doing. I mean, yeah, we we mentioned Vince Carter playing so far past his prime, but like like you said, Vince Carter as as good as Vince Carter was, you know, first team All NBA um, a couple of times. He was never first team All NBA. He wasn't first team. No, Vince is not that good. Vince, is, I think, has two <laughs> All NBAs, <laughs> like third teams. I'm telling you, I thought he was first team like twice. Well, I mean, Never. who would he have gotten it over? Kobe yeah. or AI? Kobe and yeah, yeah. This man made a. We'll talk about. We'll, I can slander Vince Carter at any time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but uh, e- I'll say either way that okay, he's a perennial All Star at a point, but yeah. it like it doesn't do justice to really what Wayne was and what Wayne meant to the game. I mean, culturally, Wayne was, can't say MJ. He was Kobe. He was AI. He was LeBron. Um, yeah, Wayne, uh, there's no there's no hyperbole of all involved when you say Wayne is, I think Wayne's a top 10 rapper of all time. Easily. He is, and, and he would have been, if he would have retired in like 23, 20- 14, he would have been top five for me, probably. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can make the argument if he would have stopped. Yeah, he, it's just nah, man. It's just it's 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 unfortunate. It's 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 real unfortunate. But um, I don't know what made me stand on that soapbox today to slander Lil Wayne, but he deserves it. Um, maybe I'm just in the mood to slander short niggas. Tory Lanes, bitch ass nigga. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jr. I'm looking at you, kid. Oh boy! <laughs> nah. shout, shout, shout out to my nigga Dirty. I what, got, what a dirty James! I, I just got off the phone with Dirty. This nigga has a uh, 
gold Cartier frames now. Us UK. Let's go. He bring he brought the brought the buffs out. Can't tell him shit, D- man. Go ahead, Detroit James. <laughs> but um, see, I thought you were going the direction of saying Tiger had a had a run, which he absolutely he did. did. He did, I, and I I feel like we will we will get into that deeply at some point. But man, the the well mm-hmm. the first couple well dones. I mean, even three mm-hmm. wasn't that bad, but one and two, boy. Mm-hmm. Shit. And I mean, lest, lest we not forget. Um. Oh, I thought you were gonna follow that up. Oh What's no! Up? no, oh, no oh, oh, you were yeah. just saying let's let's not forget in general. Uh, see, like e- even our, our our chemistry's off. It's been too long, nigga. Um, but no, bro. Like we we had the benefit of coming into school, like starting college when Tiger was like really hitting his stride. So it was like this nigga makes. Honestly, bro, you talking about all timers? Tiger gotta be a top a top tenor for party music from that run that he had. Top ten, maybe a stretch, but he absolutely has some some absolute, no doubt about it, party songs. Yeah, I will say yeah. that. Like he's got he's got some first battle Hall of Fame party yeah, songs. That's that that's true. I mean, so I mean, but Tiger from twenty ten. 2010 to 2013, honestly. I'm still like 12, 13, uh, somewhere but, but there, before yeah. niggas decided, you know, before niggas figured out how wacky was as a human being. Before, before we knew about <laughs> it, yeah. Um, I mean, he was, again, I couldn't get through any parties without playing two of the three Tiger songs at least. Um, so, yeah, man, the boy had a run. And honestly, I get a nigga a lot of credit because he's still going. Every time you think Tiger dead, uh, my bitch go loco. He come with something. He come with something, man. Do, do, do. <laughs> do, do, do. I mean, so he hang around yeah. there. He know how to keep himself relevant. I think he's now running a OnlyFans management firm. That's smart business, nigga. He beat me to it. <laughs> All I need is a, a nice lady. Ladies, uh, if you're listening to the podcast and you want to go ahead and uh, get your OnlyFans popping, I'm trying to build myself a nice stable <laughs> of uh, OnlyFans shorties. We can come together, collaborate, and we can make, make this happen. This in the stable. Um, but... Yes, uh, so that was our little intro, um, and we're supposed to keep this episode short. Look at us. Um, mm-hmm. Welcome to episode possibly 39 of But Where the Ails. Um, I am your esteemed um, program director, Uptown Ace Boogie. Um, my family knows me as Uptown Ace Boogie. My mother named me Uptown Ace Boogie out the womb, so that's what you will refer to me as. Um, on the other side of the internet... My nigga Wes. Ain't that Wes? You know, uh, we've been doing this for coming up on three yeah. years shortly. Yeah, man. It's been a while. Yeah. We've been giving you this uh, tremendous audio content. We've given you hours upon hours of of, of arguments, yeah. of debates, of knowledge, of, of uh, information. Yeah, of um, uh, slander Scotty Pippen. Uh, rightfully or rightfully so. Um, <laughs> We, we, we've given you a lot, and, and we will continue to give you a lot. We was off for a little bit. Um, getting we our aren't, lives right. We, we aren't going anywhere. I, it's all about getting your no. lives right. You know, my, my nigga West doing big boy things out hey, here. Hey, hey. You feel your me? Man Cole said, uh, don't let him know your dreams because they, they'll <laughs> shoot him down or some shit like that. So. <laughs> nigga, you have never listened to a Jermaine Cole project in your life. Stop it. Um, you want to listen to it? In its entirety? No. <laughs> You, you ain't never listened to like the warm up or the come up or Friday Night Lights or none of that shit. 
Friday, I've listened. I would say Friday Night Lights is probably the the one I listened to the most of. Okay, yeah, because th- that was that was Lake Hall days. You feel me? So mm-hmm. you know, I had to get some. Uh, the football players were big fans of Jermaine Cole, so you know, you mm-hmm. he, he was bound to hear it. Um, but yeah, man, like nigga, honestly, we ain't going nowhere. I mean, at the end of the day, like this shit is fun for us. It's therapeutic for us. We love y'all. We love mm-hmm. talking to y'all. We love interacting with y'all. Um, so you know, this is something that like it 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 means a lot. You feel me? Um, it ain't even necessarily about like, oh, we trying to be, you know, um, the read or, or none of that shit. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, no, it's, it's 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 something we love to do, man. And we as we move forward, we gonna keep bringing our people on, man. We gonna we gonna get Mia back on here at some point because that lost oh, yeah. pod was a goddamn gem. I know we mention it I still, all I the still, time. I still have I still have it in the files. I can't. Can't get it to anchor, but uh, it's there, and it was it was a tremendous. Episode. So yeah, this is uh we gotta we gotta keep doing it big. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be on the show, let us know. And let you'll, us have know. To, um, you'll have to pass the rigorous screening process. Oh we'll yeah. You um, you know we 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 don't allow uh, just just anybody in here. You know, I honestly I think I think our minimum our bare minimum requirement is uh, you gotta be able to record one or recite one whole verse from uh, French Montana Chop It Chop It Down. Um, so mm-hmm. it, you know, mm-hmm. hey, so get. Dust up, dust up on your Montana knowledge, please. Uh, Cocaine mafia, big ass choppers. Come on. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, man, we we gonna keep bringing our people on. We gonna keep having fun. Dirty James was just asking about coming on. Definitely got to get him on here. Um, oh, but uh, you know, speaking of, because um, we want to, at the end of the day, we having fun, but we want to keep growing. We want to keep connecting. We want to keep making plays. Speaking of making plays, there is only in this you know COVID society in 2020, there's only one place you need to be. And if you're not on Clubhouse, then you're fucking lame. <laughs> um, sorry, Chloe. I love you. But uh, uh, <laughs> you ain't on Clubhouse, baby. I am. Too bad, God baby girl. It. Too bad. Yeah, you got, to, you got to move out, baby girl. Sorry. <laughs> um, That's crazy. <laughs> we talk, talking all heavy about Clubhouse. We ain't been on about, about a week yet. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, Clubhouse, man. Clubhouse has, has been one of those things. Oh, yeah. I don't think we had uh, – real quick, I don't think we uh, had a pot since the election – uh, Trump lost, kinda. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll get to that now. <laughs> we'll yes, talk about but it, but yes. um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Clubhouse has um, it's been the social media app that the new social media app is taking the world by storm. And real shit, we ain't had a social media app kind of take the world by storm in quite some time. What you think was the last one that was really like lit, set the world on fire for real? I mean, outside of TikTok. I would say probably before TikTok, it probably had to be Vine, honestly. Yeah, and that was, I mean, twi- that Vine was, that was 2013, 2014, and yeah. a little bit before that, Snapchat. So, or a little, around that same time, Snapchat. Um, But yeah, man, mm-hmm. so shit, like, people don't just attach. There's literally millions of social media apps out there, and only 10 or so are really ever worth looking into. So anytime mm-hmm. that something kind of captures the attention of the world in a way that I'm sorry, captures the attention of black people, the way that Clubhouse has, <laughs> um, it becomes a big deal. And, you know, um, I think I first, I think I first saw Clubhouse, maybe started hearing about it, maybe like two months ago, but at that time it was still really, really, really exclusive. And, you know, as niggas, we love anything that's exclusive. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's, it just like, some people don't care about Instagram or Twitter or Snapchat or definitely not Facebook anymore because there's so many people on it. The lure in Clubhouse is having the the feeling that 
even though it's called a networking app, the lure and clubhouse is having the feeling that you somewhere where other people can't be. You feel me? Um, yep, that, is, that exclusivity, that that feeling of being one of few is uh, always going to draw people in, especially black people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what it's provided because now it's uh, still invitation only. Yeah. So you got you got to know somebody that knows somebody that knows something about it <laughs> to even Facts. be a part of it. Um, and yeah, and it's just it's, it's one of the things where like it's like it's like the club, man. You know, I don't. I think it's that's what it is. It's a it's, everybody's in the social media. Everybody on social media is in the club. But this is right now. This is the VIP. It's the live VIP yes, section. Facts. Um, and I, you know, shit. That that brings up another point, man. In in this eventual post COVID society, bro. I mean, I I think. Post-COVID society. Like, niggas niggas gonna be out, but, like, I think sections are going to have, if they weren't already important, they're gonna have a renewed importance. Like, like it's it's gonna reach the point where you ain't gonna catch women in the club unless they in a section type shit. Um, I I appreciate your wishful thing. (laughs) Um... <laughs> from what I can tell, from what I'm seeing on social media, shit is still shaking. Oh, well, as, 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 as per usual. Well, well, I'm sorry, we don't live in Atlanta where COVID doesn't exist. Uh, COVID is. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you're, COVID, you're speaking from our a perspective. Um, <laughs> COVID is a hoax created by Democrats to uh, hijack the runoff elections. Um, you can order. You can get, you can get a bottle of COVID for uh for two ninety nine uh, <laughs> with some sparkler. But, but um, yeah. yeah. So I mean, Clubhouse as a whole, man, like. Honestly, you know, after being on it for yeah about a week or so, it's got so much potential. Like honestly, it is. It is a like a networking app. I, it's not a professional app. It's not LinkedIn, but it's like it. It's networking in a way that I don't think we've ever really had true access to in this Web 2.0 era. Yeah, throwing out a uh, Mr. Eugene Shelton terms on y'all niggas. Um. Mm. In, in this Web 2.0 social media content creation era, we've had, like, social media, you naturally network. You can network on anywhere you go. But this is something that is built literally. You can, for the most part, hop in wherever the fuck you want to go and hop into any discussion that you want to go to. It's literally like being in a class building in college and being able to walk down the hallway and without being registered for shit, to be able to walk into any lecture hall you want to and listen to any lecture that you want and participate in any lecture that you want. Um, yep, that's that's how I was going to kind of kind of allude to. It's like yeah, same situation walking down the hall or even walking in the hub and you got a group over here talking about sports. You can go cop in there and holler at them about mm-hmm. sports. You got another group talking about last night's party and go talk to them about that. It's like uh, very easily um, you're you're easily able to maneuver. Mm-hmm. Kind of from conversation to conversation, based on what you want to talk about or what you want to listen to, which is pretty. Dope. Yeah, and uh, you know, th- there's definitely there's plenty of spaces, you know, for professionals, uh, just just for networking, how to build your profile, how to shit. I've seen rooms about shit, how to how to uh, build your resume, you know, how to break into certain industries, you know, it's just so so many. It has, it has so many benefits, and I think I hope that that's the direction that it continues to take. However. <laughs> Uh, so that, that, that made the rooms obvious. Yeah, so I mean, so 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 that's the good part. But as this thing gets bigger and its its reputation grows, um, you see a lot of bullshit on there. And I mean, yeah, like I uh, that uh, mm-hmm. there was an Atlanta room the other day 
um, that was going particularly uh, brazy. But did you? Did, were, I was in the uh, last night, night before. Was Shorty going off on old boys? Yes. And then, yep. uh, <laughs> then he hopped in. Yes. Um, so I mean, listen, it's also a lot of bullshit on there. It's it's it can be just as fun, mm. you know. Shit, I I be in the the splat URL rooms and shit all the time too. Um, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's so many different ways you can take it, uh, both professionally and socially. But my thing about, um, clubhouse that really, I don't understand. I don't understand the way celebrities have been using clubhouse and the way that celebrities have been using clubhouse. They've been using it as a safe space. Niggas like Meek and Kevin Hart, and T.I. and niggas like that think that they can just walk into any room, say whatever the fuck they want with immunity. You feel me? Like, this shit's Hamsterdam of problematicness. It's not. Like, yeah, people are not allowed to record shit, but if you think motherfuckers ain't about to take that shit back to Twitter, then you are a dumbass. But they keep doing it. They keep doing it. And honestly, bro, if you not using, as a celebrity, if you not using Clubhouse for networking shit, to reach out to young artists or young entertainers or whatever. If you just think you was about to hop on here and talk shit and say whatever you want with no consequences, them days is over, baby. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's the times we live in nowadays. Everything, even if you're not supposed to be recorded, everything is going to get spread everywhere, no matter what what is being said. Especially if you're a celebrity and you're and you're here on some bullshit. Period. Period. Um, so, I, I mean, we've seen Kevin Hart and that bitch. Uh, defending, de- fighting the wolves, defending his own honor. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm trying. To... Nigga said he's not funny. He's in there giving <laughs> dissertations about why it doesn't matter why. He um, is I, I, I just seen Meek, of course, who gets a lot of slander from me on this show. Um, he said quite a few stupid things. I'm trying to think who was the last person. It was last week. Somebody was on there saying a bunch of dumb shit. Uh, mm-hmm. damn. It was, it, yeah, it was late last week. Somebody was just in there just letting a bunch of dumb shit fly. I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was Letitia Wright. Oh, who knows? Can't. Either way, um, <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's like it. people, celebrities in general, need to be very careful about their brands and the type of content that they take on Clubhouse. Um, I don't like it's 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 almost viewed. It's viewed by maybe some of the people who've been around on Clubhouse for longer. View it as, again, a safe space where they can hop in, be as problematic as they want, engage in the, the convos that they can't really have in normal life anymore, or can't have on the other social media apps. And you understand, like, you in the public light, especially somebody, you know, the 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 size and the fame of Kevin Hart, uh, no pun intended. And, like, nigga, you, that doesn't exist for you anymore. Impunity doesn't exist. Like, you live your entire life in the fucking spotlight. And... It it makes it all it further a lot of times humanizes these celebrities and shit. And to a way, I hope it aids to kind of dampen some of their allure, not ruin their image, but to the point where hopefully niggas get in there and hear some dumb shit that they be talking about and they stop worshiping them so much. They realize that they just regular dumb niggas like us with money. I I mean Again, it's a very optimistic thinking on <laughs> hey, your man, part. Hey, man, listen. Hey, but, hey, COVID, man, got me moving forward. I'm moving forward positively. You feel me? It turned me into even more of a realist <laughs> and sinister. But, um, yeah, like, you, people are just going to be 
people are just going to worship celebrities no matter what because because people are stupid by 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 large. Um, but like you said, this is a the more we kind of get to see and hear from celebrities outside of what they kind of curate to give mm-hmm. us is going to continue to give us a, a better glimpse at, at at who they really are. Which, like you said, it's just us with money. It's just niggas are just niggas who simply celebrities are just niggas who have a, a certain talent. Yeah. That that they do better than than most everybody else, but at, at their core, they are regular humans like everybody yeah. else. And that's and, and that's all it is, man. And I just hope, like you know, niggas like Drake. You know, Drake be on there listening to beats and shit. Except Drake. <laughs> uh, Drake Drake be on there listening to beats from unsigned artists. You know, some artists be on there. Uh, it's, it's been some speci- specifically producers been on there, um, like having seminars and shit with people. You know, trying to spread some game. You know, trying to build up some goodwill. Um, and you know, like this is going to reach a point again, as more and more people eventually get invited to the app, it's going to reach a point where, man, you get some undesirables on that bitch. There was a time where Facebook was elite. You remember that? Uh, <laughs> the, the, Vin- the Vinkle bosses now. <laughs> and you, you know, before, uh, everybody's fucking MAGA uncles started coming on that bitch. And now it, it just, it is what it is. So Clubhouse, I still have high hopes for you, but I do think that as time goes on, I don't, I do not think the Clubhouse is going to be a main staple app. I don't think it's going to hang around in the way that Instagram or Twitter has because once it eventually loses that invite only status, which it will once they figure out how to monetize it more and it loses that invite only status, people ain't going to care about it no more. Yes, it definitely has potential to be 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 a good space, but like you like I think uh, once uh, once Twitter uh, figures out a way to to, to steal <laughs> aspects of it like they typically do for the the, the new popping uh, features and different apps, um, it's going to be out of here because honestly the, the invite only status mm-hmm. kind of limits it to to a certain extent. Twitter tree, but see once Twitter once Twitter's got everybody named yep. I'm on Twitter. And once you have the ability to kind of just reach even even more people through whatever feature they have, it's going to be over. It's going to be quiet yeah. for But in the time being, I'm here yes. for, for all uh, the mess. I might hop in a, a productive uh, room every once in a while, but uh, mainly yeah. mess. So um, if y'all looking for invites um, to come kick it with some real niggas, uh, sorry, um, we have none for you. You feel me? <laughs> Fresh out. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we will, uh, we will keep relaying uh, information to y'all brokies. Um, while we spend our time hobnobbing mm-hmm. with uh, the best that society has to offer. Uh, I don't know if Steven Seagal is in that bitch somewhere. Maybe, maybe Owen Wilson. Um, you know, who knows? Uh, fucking Cole from Martin, maybe somewhere hanging around. But yeah, because I, I mean, I guess just to wrap it up, the whole point is in social media, social media apps, it's social and invite only. Um, them not the fun parties. Invite only parties ain't the fun ones. You feel me? Uh, mm-hmm. The best parties is when you got niggas coming from two states over. Everybody, <laughs> you got niggas fun. coming from two states over because they heard because they heard about your functions. You know through the grapevine. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And that's when they when they when they drive down from Cleveland and and from over from Youngstown to party yes. on College Street. Um, I've seen. Yeah, yeah. Shout shout to College Fest. Shout to College Fest. But. Speaking of uh, Ratchet Tree, um, fuck a segue, nigga. Uh, let's talk about girls twerking on tables at brunch. 
There's one thing, two things I love in this world is food, mm-hmm. especially during the daytime, particularly around uh, 1030 to, yes, sir. to 2. And that, and that yes, I mean, very, so, uh, very, I mean, niggas don't need much in life. Uh, food in the daytime, hmm. uh, ass, uh, PlayStation 5, uh, a little tequila. <laughs> Nigga, I'm good. Yeah, give me shit else. Um, that's all. And, and, and a plate of the couch, maybe somewhere, somewhere to sit down. You need a bed, just sit on the couch or something. And that's, um, that's all I but need. But yeah, so we had a little, uh, you know, uh, about a week or so back, we uh, Twitter erupted in one of our classic um, black, well, not classic, new black Twitter debates where you talk about some stupid like splitting the check with 15 people when you only had a glass of water or, you know, all that bullshit that these new niggas talk about. But this topic found its way into the zeitgeist, and I, I do feel like it's an interesting one that needs to be addressed, um, even in a brief sense. So, um, Atlanta, uh, fine Atlanta dining establishment, uh, fine brunch establishment, uh, by the name of True. Um, True, uh, True. Um, they had, um, you know, a little got a little uh, notoriety, maybe not for the best reason, um, on social media because. Um, they were, you know, having a typical Atlanta brunch function, uh, waffles, a uh, little bacon, you know, maybe an omelet, um, uh, body suits, um, bed, bath, and, and body works glitter. Um, yeah, chicken, uh, chick, uh, chicken, uh, some mimosas. Um, <laughs> Do say freezies. Yeah. Slushies. Uh, mink eyelashes, um, you know, uh, fu- lace fronts. Lace uh, I was just about to say fine lace front wigs. Chelsea, Chelsea boots, <laughs> and you know, just normal, normal uh, Atlanta affair, but um, Terminus. <laughs> uh, but it it got it got a little greasy um when you know uh you know womenists enjoying themselves having a good time drinking Douce and Henny slushies uh without getting a food for two hours I I must add I um wait. waiting for two hours mm-hmm. in you know DJ and that bitch playing back that ass up and guess what happened just started backing that ass up um. You know, naturally, when people like when DJs play back that ass up, naturally people are going back that, that ass up. That seems like common sense, Wes. But apparently, the owner of True uh, does not have a lot of that because this nigga decided to stand on his soapbox to let everybody know to stop having fun. Uh, the twerk police uh, did, did, did mm-hmm. decided to come out. <laughs> the gyrating Gestapo <laughs> decided, oh, <laughs> decided that he was going to ruin everybody's party. And <laughs> shaking SS said, said no more. <laughs> um, this this man literally stood up in the middle of the restaurant and yelled to everybody about having class. This is this is not that. We don't dance on tables here. People are here to enjoy their food. You weren't raised like that. If somebody came in your house and was doing this, how would you feel? Blah 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. Like I have a problem with this on a couple fundamental levels. Number one, we talk often on this podcast about the the patronizing, the patronization of black women. Happens far too often by every demographic in every walk of life, whether it's a social thing, whether it's a, um, a professional thing, whether it's a church thing, whether it's whatever. Black women get patronized for breathing. Breathing. Can't have a good time, can't kick it, can't do shit without somebody, somebody from outside of the circle deciding to come in and try to make them feel bad or to try to discredit them 
for their humanity, right? So mm-hmm. in this situation, again, you got an owner of a restaurant, a successful upscale dining restaurant, and if you saw the fucking uh, the dress code, um, you know, it, it, that was already a place you ain't about to catch me in. Um, he, no body suits, no this, no Tim's, no blah, 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 no this, no do-rags, no nothing. And it's just like, all right, bro, like, I guess you don't want to make money in Atlanta. But either way, still a successful restaurant, but he didn't have no problem taking those black women's money for two hours, feeding them Henny and tequila slushies over and over and over and over again, playing turn up fucking music. He didn't mind none of that shit, but he minded when they stood on top of the tables and decided they was going to express themselves through the ancestral (laughs) practice of twerking. Very, very tribal in nature, but like you, I understand like, sure. Devil's advocate. Sure. You want to run your your business a certain Mm -hmm. way. Okay, cool. But don't set yourself up to this to the situation to even be possible. If you're gonna be playing all this music that that you know incites people, and people fucking love, people are gonna get up and move. It's fucking music. It's black people. We have a special relationship with music. Um, and then you're gonna get have, have your patrons be smashing slush drink alcoholic yep. slushies back to back to back and making them wait two plus mm-hmm. hours for food. I ain't got I ain't got a whole lot of conversation nah. for, for two and a half hours after being drunk. I, I and if I hear and if I hear some shit, I'm a, I might jig mm-hmm. my shoulder. The, the only the only drunk food that we waiting that long for is meesters. Okay, that's it. Nothing else. Uh, that's right. And they ain't, they ain't playing <laughs> no type of talk shit. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they but, they um, running that Birth of a Nation soundtrack. And that bitch. Uh, <laughs> the, the the official movie soundtrack, but. Um, but yeah, man, it's just, it's, it's so, it's just so, 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 so disrespectful. Um, also, I mean, obviously, you know, on the, the uh, smallest of layers, that's absolutely true, but you go past that. Let's also, let's talk about the DJ's role in this nigga. I have DJed, been DJing for quite some time now. And you understand if you are a black DJ, who's ever done anything of value in your career, you know, one thing, if you don't know anything else, Back That Ass Up is the ultimate ace in the hole. Out of any song ever in the history of black humanity, that is the one song that you can pull out at any time, in any situation, and it's going to get that bitch going. Period. You don't play that song unless you want people dancing on tables. So... If you don't want people dancing, I don't know. Play some Logic. (laughs) And, 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 and you want to talk about it being classy and have some respect for yourself and, and 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 we don't do those type of things here like you said as an owner you got the right to decide how you want your restaurant to run but you are again a not going to demean and patronize the people who have made your restaurant successful in the first place and on top of that you are also not going to provide them with a turn up experience and then don't want them to turn up you can't give women you can't give niggas back that ass up and henny slushies and not expect a fucking turn up yeah i i, I don't guess man this man set himself up for failure and, and then want to be mad at the people i'm i'm like i'm not gonna open a, a country western restaurant 
in uh, Rising Sun, Maryland, and, and play some goddamn uh, Cotton Eye Joe and, and give everybody PBRs and, <laughs> and not expect a motherfucking uh, uh, side with country two step to. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what, I don't know what know. their dances are, but I'm not going to expect one of those yeah. little dances to pop off. I don't know. The, the mashed potatoes? That that they, what they do. <laughs> You can't, you can't you can't put your straw hat down and do that here. I'm not gonna yeah, say all that. You have to know you have to know your clientele, know know what you're doing, and and just don't be dying and don't make a scene because then you know someone's gonna record it's gonna get out get out somehow, and you're like a dickhead. And, and it represents honestly a larger issue in the black community of uh, exploiting or looking to benefit from. Um, and, and and this and this comes from not just white people; it comes from people within our own community looking to benefit from or exploit your people or black people as a whole. And then once you get to a point where you feel like you don't need black people anymore and you want to start attracting, quote unquote, a more expensive, more luxurious clientele, you turn your back on the people that got you there. We talk. I, I feel like we have a topic like this every single podcast. And it's because it's all too prevalent. It's all too fucking prevalent. And the owner decided that, he wanted to try to keep up this chic luxury image, and he was trying to not only have black people there, but he wanted to bring white pe- people in. He wanted to be in, you know, fine dining magazines. He wanted he wanted all this other shit, and he thought that the black women who have supported him from the start of his restaurant were going to ruin that for him, so he turned on them. So honestly, bro, fuck you. Um, I hope your shit closed. You feel me? Yep. Um, I... I- mm-hmm. We're just going to move to the next restaurant that allows us to, to be ourselves and not have to uh, button up to, 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 to enjoy ourselves. So uh, fuck you, my dog. Fuck you, my dog. Um, so that's fucked up. Um, you know, we obviously are always in support of our black queens. Um, you know, we, all, we always going to make sure our, our black queens is goody. We're going to make sure that they are, um, you know, on the up and up and they are being protected um you know in the spaces that they should be protected however sometimes occasionally people don't know how to protect themselves in this situation (laughs) in this situation jt jatavia baby 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 girl uh what the fuck i i mean I feel a couple different ways about this situation. Um, I think the biggest thing is, <clears throat> excuse me, um, man, oh, shit, time for the re-up. Um, JT, we know and love who JT is. We appreciate JT for being JT. So, on one hand, it's like, all right, did you expect JT not to have problematic tweets from two and a half years ago, <laughs> right before she got locked up? Absolutely not. Um, if I honestly, if I expect any popping female artist to have problematic tweets, it is JT. Um, so on one end, it's like mm-hmm. you, we can't, you can't act surprised, or you can't act like this isn't something that was in her character, but. Eh, shit went a little far at times to the point where it got kind of weird. Um, I have, uh, as someone who's going through my own tweets from 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 years past, I uh, I shan't cast a stone in, in this glass house. Um, 
you know, and, and I can say the same thing. And uh, Mr. Cole brought some of my particularly bad ones to our attention. In the, it, it, oh, we, oh, we still got some more to yeah, talk to. What, so, y'all niggas still in PlayStation that. chat going through problematic Ace Boogie tweets? <laughs> I, it was brought to my attention, and uh, I uh, I just wanted to uh, go over oh, with man. you. But I think I think there's a line for shit, and, and, and this is not me saying that JT is gonna be cancer or anything. But like, I feel like there's a line of shit. Um, True. Also, before we get into, I haven't really seen a bunch. I just okay. saw a couple so, of them. I've really seen. So the, the super problematic, super problematic ones, ones. There were bad ones, you know. Like I mean, there, there were ones that like you would come to expect, like. Um, you know, uh, she was praising Future and called uh, Sierra a weak ass bitch. Said fuck her and Russell Wilson. You know, you expect shit like that, right? Or, or, or say something about how ugly Tiny is. That's like normal problematic shit. When she, but when she gets in her R. Kelly bag, mm-hmm. um, saying that, oh yeah, I, I, I wish R. Kelly would have raped me. Um, I would have loved to have been tied up in his basement. Them bitches didn't know how good they had it. It's like. Mm-mm. Nah, nah. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta draw the line there. And uh, and it's not just her shit. K. Michelle, well, as if anybody really pays attention to what K. Michelle does these days. But she yesterday morning went on Twitter and went on a whole uh, pro R. Kelly rant. Um, which is yeah, the the black community, oh you know, is not letting this shit go. Niggas, they gonna niggas will take this R. Kelly hive to their fucking death. Um, and they will literally die on the hill for this horrible, heinous individual. And I just don't, I don't see it. Like, if you like R. Kelly or you still like R. Kelly or listen to his music, which you should not be doing, do that in the privacy of your own home. Who the fuck, what makes you think that you got the clout to go on social media praising, singing that nigga's praises in the year of Satan 2020 and think that shit's cool? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't get why niggas got to be so vocal with their. Uh, Listen, man, Trump got this country <laughs> fucked up because we don't do covert, subtle bullshit no more. Everybody lives their problematicness out in the open, and that's not okay. That's not okay. You feel me? In, in, in Obama's mm-hmm. America, we never would have heard this shit. Mm mm. We would have we would have just simply quietly supported this nigga, let the strings go up, Period. Um, and that would have been um, that. But yeah, so I mean, we 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 ain't gotta necessarily talk about this for too long because we've uh, we've talked about R. Kelly ad nauseum, like on this pod, and and people's continued support of him. But for JT, I think it 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 brings up a larger point of what is the line for how far we go back to investigate people what is what basically what's the cutoff time before they become famous that we say oh, okay they was just a kid or they was just whatever they was just doing xyz like how do we decide who the fuck gets a pass and who gets canceled for shit like that and i still think that in this age of this this pc age or I, what people call pc i just call it the age of accountability in this age of accountability on social media, we still have not figured out exactly what the criteria is. And it's it's really kind of just how how much we like the person and compare it to kind of how bad or what they did. It's no real true tried and true kind of formula that we can be applied 
person to person. It's really all how much people fuck with somebody or how much they like what they do compared to kind of Facts. what, what, and it what just, was said it just, or what was It, it kind of so. comes back to this worship again because, man, I mean, you see, I mean, we see it. We mm-hmm. see it with so many people. I mean, we've been seeing it again with Tory Lanez over the past day or so. Um, Tory Lanez, man, not only is he obviously, you know, has abused a black woman um, in, in the public light, not only has he attempted to discredit her, um, tried to mute her voice, tried to ruin, tarnish her reputation um, when all she did was eventually, after staying quiet for forever, eventually speak on the situation after he wouldn't stop pressing the issue. Um, not only that, he is lame as fuck. Like, he is a corny-ass nigga on the corniest of levels. And to see so many people... Mm-hmm who consider themselves raw or to consider themselves to be real niggas still not just again, not just subtly supporting him, but being loud and fucking wrong on social media, getting mad at people over shit, over the fact that they don't fuck with him. Um, to continue to see that is very disheartening. And it continues to reinforce the fact that I have zero faith in humanity as if, as if COVID didn't already do that. I have no faith in humanity. It's about <laughs> goddamn time you got to this point, man. I've been I've been sitting here uh, waiting on you for a yeah, while. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's like every time you get on social media, you'll find new lows um, from people. Um, each and every time you get on. But JT, if you if uh, we're disappointed in you, JT, we expect better. But if you do need someone to talk to, in any capacity. Hit my, Please hit my line. Hit my nigga West's line. Man. I will be Listen, more, you like more Philly more adjacent like. niggas, obviously. Um, so West ain't too far away, mm-hmm. you know? Huh? <laughs> I'm right down the, I'm right down the road, baby. We can listen to Uzi too. Uh, but um, you know, so obviously, man, it's just it's 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 those pitfalls that you gotta navigate, and nobody knows if or when they're gonna become famous. But if you do, delete them damn tweets. As, as soon as you it. get a whiff of notoriety, listen. New, if we <laughs> delete all your tweets, one consistent sponsor, nigga, I'm scrubbing the whole thing. Hey, what's up? <laughs> it's your boy, ain't that was one um, on, on it, Twitter, so, and Instagram. Nah, fuck all that. But um, again, you know, uh, shout out, man. Shout out to Meg. Um, Good news is a hell of an album. Um, you know, I've had a chance to listen to it a couple of times, and I just I, I love the fact that Meg is, you know, even through this difficult situation that she's had this year, she's continuing to progress. Her music is still getting better, her projects are getting better. So that's lovely to see. Um, you know, what else the fuck we gotta celebrate? Keisha Cole and Ashanti. Uh I just wanted to be yo uh Ashanti about to get beat. I tweeted it out. I tweeted it out earlier. Shanti was going to win, but Keisha Cole got some joints. Um, uh-huh. I sat back and thought on this some more. Uh, no, and and nobody joints, is taking that away from Big Keish. Um, you know, I just wanted to be over. I, shit, I, <laughs> I love. I love a lot of early Keisha. That first album, man. Give me a. Um, I just wanted to be over. Give me. A, I changed my mind. Like, get. Give me that shit. I mean, them. Them is hit hits, but. I'm sorry. She ain't got the top of the billboard chart firepower that Ashanti got. And that's for me, for me, as, as a card carrying member of the Ashanti hive, 
Um, that's where I stand. I genuinely think that I think I know that Keisha Cole is a better artist. I know that Keisha Cole is a better singer when she's not off key. Um, <laughs> I know that she makes more inspired music. She's she probably makes the second greatest uh, bitter, heartbroken hood rap music of anybody behind Monica. You feel me? But Ashanti got too much shit from the top of the charts. We ain't even got to include the shit that she wrote for J-Lo. That don't even got to be in a discussion. We just talking about the shit. She don't she, need She better bring all, on all, shit. Man, bro, all she, she needs is her solo shit. singles, which admittedly her and Keisha Cole are about mm-hmm. even in terms of, you know, kind of hit solo singles. But the features, that's where she pull away. Mm-hmm. She got six, seven Ja Rule songs that she can pull out at any time. That Keisha ain't got nothing for. It. Sorry. I, 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 that now, may be I mean, true. Listen, but... it don't mean Keisha ain't going to fight, my nigga, because this this versus battle should be it's close. Gonna be a, I mean, fight, honestly, Keisha got some features on her own. I hope she, she better bring out uh, Give It Up To Me and Last Night. She better. She better give me them shits. She's oh, all man. cried See, out. She got she listen. Keisha up, got man. multiple mm. automatic points. Like she probably got just as many automatic points as Ashanti. That's but fact. the toss ups, bro. I I I think Ashanti wins it by a couple of points, man. I'm. Ashanti, Ashanti <laughs> don't got no two Play points. cards verse. right. Um, what are we talking about? Um, what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> oh. Um. What's up? Um, no, yeah, this, a, this, yeah, this, this will be, good good be a goodie. Um, um, yeah, yeah. This is a. Uh, this is like I've been really kind of waiting on this lane of, of verses. Like I really enjoyed the Brandy and Monica one. Um, our songstresses mm-hmm. need their shine as well. Um, and I'm have, I'm gonna have a blast watching this one. I'm, I'm really excited, looking forward to it. Um, give my give me a chance to get my falsetto. Yeah, on man. It's uh, I mean it, they. Both of them, um, in, in different ways, have made music that has, I think, resonated with our demographic so, so, so much. I mean, you know, you already mentioned some of the early shit. You know, I should have cheated. Obviously, you know, love, uh, heaven sent, um, uh, uh, let it go. You know, <laughs> um, I, I, shit. Man, listen, listen I, I remember. I remember is my shit. Um, so. Keisha, Big Keish, going to come with plenty of shit. She had a run from, I think, when we was in seventh grade through when we was in, like, our junior year of high school. So we talking, like, 2004 to, like, 2009 of sustained relevance, right? So she got plenty of shit from that five-year period. Mm -hmm. And Ashanti don't have that. I don't think Ashanti has a five-year period of relevance, honestly. But... She did so much from 2001 through 2005 that, I mean, niggas, the, the happies, the foolishes, the rain on me's, the only you's, the yeah, baby, <laughs> babies, all the Ja Rule features, mesmerize, all of that shit, always on time. It's um, Ashanti, the Ashanti Hive is finally, it's finally going to get, we're going to get the credit that we fucking deserve. I've been holding that bitch down by myself. Pork chop sideburns all this time, bro. We we, we gonna see. They, they um, both had pretty mean sideburns. Like a, now that I think about it, 
this is uh, this is this is one of the months. Um, but yes, uh, Shanti uh, has a lot of shit in her discography. Yes. Um, uh, she looks tremendous. Um, Keisha, I've always no, no, I've always been a little partial with it's, Keisha it's too. Yeah, I mean, especially especially when she had the gap, <laughs> when she had a little gap, you know what I'm saying? And I'm surprised you ain't rocking with Keisha on the on the on, oh. on the strength, but she uh she's boobies <laughs> Bo- girl. Booby and Jeezy, two of my favorite niggas. <laughs> um mm-hmm. and apparently Gucci's. But oh man. Um yeah, mm-hmm. you know, so so that's that. Make sure y'all tune in. when is is Every, that uh, everything comes back to Rad. It is we'll Wednesday tonight. Tuesday, Wednesday. Saturday. So I'll, I'll be so tuned Saturday? in in this COVID Saturday, world, Saturday not doing a goddamn thing, uh, sitting in front of the goddamn fireplace, drinking some type of alcoholic hot chocolate. Uh, lock the fuck in, bro. I just don't get the, the Listen, alcohol. It's got to be chocolate. the right alcohol. Just, you can't just put anything in hot chocolate. It's got to be like, obviously, some Bailey's or uh, Kahlua or Crown Vanilla. That's 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 where you cut it off at. Yeah, I'd be sipping uh some uh <laughs> Duce probably. Duce straight. Uh listen, um, listen to this. So so um, once. I'm excited. We had something that we was gonna speak on, but honestly, I don't even want to it, it, it is music related, so I guess it'll be a slight segue. Um but it it is so I don't. It's so ridiculous. I don't even want to uh, justify it or dignify it with a response. The fucking Grammys. I don't know what the fuck y'all was doing this year. I, I don't know if y'all thought just because like niggas was sitting at home that y'all could get away with nominating uh, goddamn Schooly D and uh, and and. and <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sitting here looking. I got the nominees for you. Real quick, bro. It. Like, I mean. Before we get into the most egregious of egregious, run down that best. I, I, I don't even know which. Uh, run, run down the best egregious. rap album category for me, uh, please. Best rap album category is uh, White Tings by Marky Mark <laughs> and the Funky Bunch. Um, nah, <laughs> the real nominees are Black Habits by Ooh, the Smoke. Fuck? Never heard of that nigga in my life. That. <laughs> Uh, Alfredo by which Freddie Gibbs. I, which I never thought in the year of our Lord, good. well, I'm sorry, the year of Satan 2020, that I would ever Satan, look at a Grammy category and said, Freddie Gibbs has to win. Like, he is the runaway fucking favorite. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know any scenario where, like, this, this could have oh, even been, been possible. All right, keep going. Uh, um, uh, uh, written uh, written testimony, J. Electronica. I uh, I gave it one listen through, didn't double back on it. Um, King's Disease by Not, uh, good album, but Nasir Jones. Never <clears> it ain't my turn. Never heard of him before. Um, <laughs> I didn't listen to it because yeah. uh, I'm a big Jay Z guy over here. Still, nigga, they, they squash they, it. I'm nigga, still they, holding they on. They squash that quite much some time like ago, my bro. <laughs> just like just like my wallet. Shot the kid, Cuddy, man on the moon um, three. We here, niggas. Finally, finally. Yeah. Don't, don't, stream that. No. Stream that if you want to. <laughs> we over here, chill mo, kill mo. We still over. We still decent it up. And the last uh, album in the category is the album. Are you, are you, are you fucking serious? Um. So for all you, man, uh, all man, you lyrical miracle niggas, that, that <laughs> you boy, boy having a fucking blast over here. Had, had the morning of his life 
when this shit came out. Duh. When he had these nominees <laughs> came out, this man jumped out of bed, grabbed his phone, turned on the, <laughs> the, the NBA Jam machine, and put all these. I, so honestly, all these though, on, back I think back even back. he wasn't aware Listen of two of the words. fucking nominees in this category. So that tells you a lot because Cole is about as hip hop as hip hop yeah. gets. So I. Mm-hmm. I think backpacks I full think of backpacks. I understand um, what the Grammys thought they were doing. They thought in a year where there was no touring, album sales were down. There, it, there, there really wasn't. You know, people aren't making you know media you know runs um, like the Bristol Car Wash um, and shit as they normally do. That they could. This would be a year that they would quote unquote reward true hip hop. But, bruh. There, even within that, even if that was your aim, there is a line. Freddie Gibbs, Alfredo was definitely one of the best five albums of this year. It deserves to be there regardless of what that criteria is. You can't leave Lil Baby out of that shit. Bias aside, bias aside, bro, he <laughs> has the number one selling album of 2020. I, notice I didn't say rap album. Album. Album, bro. It's the number one album of 2020 does not have a Grammy nomination. And even aside from the numbers, it's it a is. good price for one of the better rap aside, albums. We love that nigga, but dead ass. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, come on, it's got we paid on it on, on the deluxe. <laughs> Niggas nominated D Smoke, and I, I want D Smoke with the fuck Grammy nomination. Crew. What's the fuck going on? But. They at least they they, they cleaned it up. some of the the rap categories have uh, decent uh, nominees and stuff like that. Like for this best rap song, definitely We've got the box, which is gonna win that. Drake got another Drake got another Grammy nom. Uh, yeah. Oh boy. Um, but Let, the, that, 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 you say something. Hmm. Um, but that the, the best rap album. They usually oh, yes. Um, they usually get it wrong. Um, but at least that they the nominees have are usually good. good. They just picked the wrong nominees. Out of the nominees. You feel me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This year they 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 got what one one correct nominee and uh, probably won't win it. If they get this fucking <laughs> Grammy D smoke, I might be done with rap music. Like, and I don't even like account for the Grammy. Like, I, I I pay the Grammys no mind. I don't watch the Grammys. Um, our only time I really pay like give them any any type of latitude is looking at the nominees saying how wrong they got them but i i might take credence in this time and say hey you know yeah. what we had a good run me and me and rap good 20 20 plus years but i think i might be a full-time uh army yeah. um i mean and you know i'm somebody who is always just just kind of grown up inundated in music i've always paid the grammys a lot of mind you know it is the super bowl of music even though you know we've talked ad nauseum about how they have not, you know, shown black people the respect that they've deserved. They've tried to reverse their image or change their image in recent years. And they've kind of adhered to us a little bit more, but still not in the way that we deserve. And I think this year is a uh, perfect illustration of that. Um, you can't just nominate any black music. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like you, you don't fix problems by, you know, fix the fact that you have, um, disenfranchised us and not allowed us into these spaces for years by now allowing anybody into this space. You know, it's kind of like if you had a job that's never hired, an employer that's never hired a black person before and they've turned down all of these 
hyper qualified candidates. And then when they finally do take a black person, they take the first person that walks through the door. That doesn't do anything for anybody. You know what I'm saying? So um, even, I mean, even bro, looking at the, the album of the year, the album of the year category, a lot of bullshit in here. Fucking Taylor Swift, uh, Post Malone, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Dua Lipa, I can do that. I don't know, Coldplay was still a thing. The one, uh, no, no rap albums, um, and the R&B album was Janae Aiko Chalumbo, which is cool, but nice. if you ask yeah. somebody who listens to R&B, specifically a woman, who frequents R&B, she may have had the fourth or fifth best R&B album this year, and it's nominated for an album of the whole entire year in any category. You feel me? It's just... This is just another another uh, example, yeah, another yeah. year of the Grammys being just off from from the pulse of, of hip-hop and R&B. Yeah. And the most egregious thing I've seen so far <laughs> is that Mario Judah is not nominated for Judah. Best Rock song. I, listen, I, I... I, I think very Mario rough, man. I listen to that shit like every day. Has the opportunity to bridge, like bridge the gap between rock and rap in a way that we have not seen in a long time. Whispers, like like he, he's seen people occupy. Nigga, we talk about the rock star moving on this pod all the time. Rappers have wanted to be rock stars, and rock stars have wanted to be mm-hmm. rappers for a long time. But it's a specific type of rock star. The rock stars that we've seen, you know, the 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 little Uzis, um, I, the, the baby's not a goddamn rock star. Mm-hmm. Um, the the ludicrous, the people no. like that. It's it's when you think rock star, <laughs> you think like it's like hair band rock star. It's like glam rock. It's like eighties rock. It's like you know what I'm saying. It's like uh uh poison and um mm-hmm. and 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 uh. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's, bon it's, 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 and, shit. and shit like that. Mario Judah has the opportunity to bridge the gap between rap and death metal. <laughs> and listen, I'm I'm rooting yeah. for him, man. I was uh, skeptical at first, but um, yeah, I I can't Period. stop listening, man. Um, I, I just can't do you it. You know, and uh, it's um, shit, bro. I don't think. I don't think Internet Money got any nominations. Uh, Lemonade was one of the best songs of this year, one of the highest charting songs of this year. Um, you know, just j- yeah, no, 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 for, no for, none. For I, yeah, I, I was thinking about Brent. Uh, just you know, yeah, it's on the R and B side. Um, nothing for Don Tolliver. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, honestly, bro, y- you know, we don't get this nigga no credit. Detroit Two was pretty good. I would not, nigga. I'm nominating Big Sean. Uh, I'm nominating Big Sean t- before I, I nominate the, uh, I D Smoke. The song. I tell you what. Listen, bro. When you <laughs> listen to the triple entendres D Smoke oh has, bro, I, I, I and can the only imagery that that nigga paints with D Smoke gets on the rap, uh, the rap forms. I, I, the most interesting thing that I saw, I saw like right after these came out, the best rap album category. Um, they showed where these albums charted when they came out. Two of them did not make the charts at all. Listen, this nigga D Smoke was on <laughs> Rhythm and Flow on Netflix. Uh, but uh, to wrap up all, all the Grammy bullshit, the most egregious of, of egregious... Um, Atrocities committed. 
And he's nominated for best. Even worse than that. The top three, inarguably, inarguably, like he he may be number two or or even number one right now when you know Beyonce and Drake decide to take breaks and shit. The weekend, not a single nomination in any category. Um the weekend has the second or third highest selling album of this year. He's got more top ten and more top five singles in this past year than anybody. Um he the weekend is a brand. He is an institution. Uh he's blue magic. You feel me? They 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 know him more than they know the chairman of General Mills. My man. You feel me? And to Mm-hmm. Not just it, it's 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 one thing to try to stick it to mumble rap. It's one thing to say that you are going to rebel against a lot of the bullshit that young newer rappers put out. But to disrespect the weekend and the way they disrespect the weekend, I think the Grammys' reputation, as bad as it already is, it is it it will now be irreparably damaged. Um, in a way that it'll be hard for them to recover from. The Grammys is always going to be the Grammys, but you do not disrespect one of the biggest artists in the world, the way they did him. That shit's foul. Yeah, and it's, no. not, it's not even as if he put out some bullshit. After Hours, he put out a after very hours maybe good his album. best album. After very sitting on it for a while. Um, it, it's, you, you can definitely argue that. Um, and I'm... I'm, I'm, it's, I'm it's, it's definitely arguable, but it's... 1% it's, it's credit. You know I hate to do that, nigga. You know I hate to give you any type of peas whatsoever to make you look better to the world than mm-hmm. what you are. Um, I listened to Kissland for the first time in about six years. Um, this one is fucking fire. I said this all the goddamn time. It's not I mean, garbage. Go ahead, finish your point. Kissland is, it, it's, you gotta be in a certain mood. It's gotta be, it's gotta I hated Kissland. Just right, but Kissland I, I is, absolutely, is good. when it came out, I detested it. I have been literally mm-hmm. blowing down on Kissland. I don't think I've ever become a bigger fan of an artist while hating their first album more than I hated Kissland. But as my love for, for a bill has grown, um, Kissland ain't that bad, man. It's not that bad. Um, so I, I give you peace for that, good, but and especially you. once you find out, you know, the reasoning why or the uh purported reasoning why the weekend was not nominated to the Grammys because he was scheduled to perform at both the Super Bowls and, and the Grammys, and he's supposed to do you know big performances. I think he was scheduled for the Grammys first before he got the call to do the Super Bowl. And the Grammys got mad that a nigga decided to do the Super Bowl. And decided that they wouldn't go nominate him after that. Come on, man. Stop it. Mm. Petty little thoughts. Absolute horse shit. Um, I stand with The Weeknd creating his own award show for big booty white bitches who do cokes off niggas' dicks. <laughs> we can't need some sea fillers. I will. Uh, um, so yeah, so that's that. Goddamn Grammys. Um, but we gonna get out of here um, in a little bit. Uh, before we do though, before we do, there's been a lot of sports to happen, and I feel like we need to give it a like a Chris Berman uh, fastest three minutes in sports type shit. 
we just gotta run. We gotta run through a lot of teams that have happened. Uh, first and foremost, um, baseball. Nothing. Who cares? Um, baseball is not a real sport. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> baseball is a real sport. Um, damn it! Very it's America's very pastime, bro. Free agency period. Uh, you guys traded for Dennis Schroeder. In LA, um, you also got uh, mm-hmm. Montrez Harrell. Um, that was that was a bit cool. We somehow ended up with Javale mm-hmm. McGee. Uh, yep. uh, yeah, yeah, that was cool. So we get um, <laughs> you know, uh, Russell Westbrook and John Wall were swapped for each other. That was the the biggest move of this off season. Um, it is not going to make the Rockets a better team whatsoever. And Russell Westbrook is on the severe decline. Um, so, yes, he is. Uh, it, it, well, I'm. Well, no, he's not severe. fucking Lil Wayne, uh, but he he is no longer capable of making a team uh, better. Hmm. And, 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 and it's, I don't know about all of that. This man, this man and, and did making uh, a team better in a, a significant way to the point where they can make an impact. You think he's going to do something on the Wizards? You think the Wizards are a playoff team now? That's 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 your home team, basically. I say so. <laughs> hmm. I would say so. <laughs> yeah, they played the East, uh, and it was almost a playoff team last year. Yeah, they played in the West. No, no. What Russ is still pretty good. He's coming off an All NBA season last year. Uh, the decline in the next coming years will be apparent, but he's not. No, he's not. Um, he, he's so not that's, there just that's, yet. Uh, interesting to say the least, but uh, basketball uh, after their one minute off season, uh, I think training camp starts uh, this weekend. So uh, fun stuff there. Oh, did it? Or oh, preseason starts? Tra- right, no, training right, camp's right, already started, right, my right. brother. Pre- preseason. Um, but yeah. fuck all that other no, shit. Gotta, Let's talk about some football, nigga. That's crazy listen, that you want to bring you, up football in times like this. You not taking this away from uh, me. Corey's not taking this away from me. Cory Booker is not taking this shit away from me. Uh, Black Twitter, you koofy wearing bean pie eating niggas, Ooh. you not taking this shit away from me. Oh, the Browns are nine and three. Oh my God. Um, listen, nine and three. The Cleveland fucking Browns, the most laughed at, ridiculed franchise, maybe in some. all of pro sports outside of the Knicks. All right, there were over 220 new cases of COVID yesterday, and you want to talk about the Cleveland Browns. Almost 300,000 people have died. Christmas is coming up. People are debating whether they want to go home and see their loved ones, and you want to talk about the Cleveland Browns. And it will serve us as Cleveland fans for this season to not even finish. Um, that's that that's a horrible thing. Uh, you and oh, we be, should blame our uh, sitting president, um, all his Republican butt buddies, um, and all his uh, Facebook followers um, for this fucking tragic. Uh, I mean, COVID is the worst thing that we've ever seen in our lifetimes. Will probably be the worst thing that we will see in our lifetimes. Oh wait, never mind. Oh wait, oh, yeah, keep oh, forgetting okay. one second place. All right. Never mind. Scratch all that COVID bullshit. Yeah, uh, you, <laughs> I thought you, I you were one leg out over the there. Um, <sighs> yeah, 
He's got two legs. They work. They work fine now, thanks to uh, seventeen oh, plus but surgeries. It's I'll all, have you it has know. been. This season has been as topsy turvy as anything that we have ever seen um, in 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 football. Just from the the amount of injuries because of the shortened training camps to some of the teams that we have seen strive. I lie, the Cleveland fucking Browns to some of the teams. Uh, I'm sorry. Are are you Um, currently holding a playoff spot? Um, let me check. uh, Why? Because Uh, you are in second place. Wayne Gallman. Um. So you know, um, West West's team is in arguably the worst division we've ever seen uh, since the realignment in 2002. Um. Uh, you know, so it's um, it's been a crazy year. The Browns are like so the Browns are uh, nine and three. It is a a big a big driving force here in Cleveland. Uh, you know, it's it. Mm, so mm. Only one of our yeah, teams we are nine and three with a negative point difference. Ain't that shit crazy? Hmm. Uh, no. uh, <laughs> <laughs> in the so sense. I mean, I, 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 I we as a whole as a unit, we are absolutely you. over the fucking moon. Um, we pray that the se- that the season actually finishes. Um, also, uh, I, I need to mention um, on air that I may never play fantasy football again after this year. So, um, as a former champion, um, you know, every man reaches a point where it, he knows it's time to walk into the sunset. And after the way that I potentially lost out on a thousand uh, dollar payout uh, on. Monday night. I don't think I can do this anymore. Um, I, I, I hear where you're coming from. Uh, when you told us in the chat, <laughs> I, I felt for you. Now you really uh, don't care about your feelings one way or the other. Yeah, but, uh, fucking, fucking Kobe. I, I did feel for you in this scenario. Kill that little bitch with my bare hands. Um, yeah, oh, we getting problematic. So that means it's time mm-hmm. to wrap it up. Um, you know, other fun happenings mm-hmm. in the world. Um, for all you anime fans, uh, let's see. I think um, Funimation bought Crunchyroll. Um, that's a big deal uh, in the anime market. It's um, Crunchy. Crunchyroll. <laughs> Basically, a, these are the two or... biggest um, like platforms in anime. So, like, this is honestly, it's a monopoly. I don't know how it's legal. We have to see if it. <laughs> If it if it makes it through uh, the trade regulations, because <laughs> Funimation's now probably got to have an over ninety percent market share, and I don't, I don't <laughs> that that does not sound legal at all. Um, that's a pretty big deal. HBO Max or uh, uh, Warner Brothers decided they're going to show all their movies on HBO Max in twenty twenty one. I don't know how that's going to work. All I know is I'm a. I'm, I'm not typically a movie nigga, but I will be a movie nigga if I get to chill on my uh, my yes, couch sir. and flick on the PlayStation brand new, and watch these uh and watch. Listen, nigga, for real, I, I am <laughs> deep into my two K season already. Uh, uh, how many games? I, in there? I can't stop, bro. Wow, wow, um, it's like ten, eleven, somewhere around there. Uh, yeah, and I'm deep in, I'm deep in <laughs> FIFA too. Uh, the PlayStation Five terrible. is everything that we ever dreamed oh. of. Uh, thank you, God. Shout out to uh, uh, at, at PS Five mm. stocks, uh, our nigga uh, at Spiel Times, gang shit. Spiel they, Times, they, they really did, man. And, and the way man, niggas be talking to them through. in the comments, bro, I wouldn't do this shit at all. <laughs> uh, 
Oh man, listen, I I almost got disrespectful myself a few times after the first few misses, but I said, hey man, these niggas are doing a, a great job for this, a great service for the community. Yes, they're trying to help niggas get what they cannot have. Uh, so I will keep my yes, disrespect um, to a, a but, minimum. Uh, yeah, no, um, it's a. Uh... Interesting to see how that works. It's a lot of big movies, a lot of big movies dropping for Warner Brothers this year. Uh, you know, all, all the Mortal Kombat shit, the the Fred Hampton, the Fred Hampton movie. Yeah, so I mean that'll be smooth because yeah. I don't want to risk the Fred Hampton job anyway. Um, I just I, like financially. Uh, you saw Christopher Nolan was throwing a bitch fit. Um, I, yeah, I mean, but Christopher Nolan's a yeah, jackass. Like I mean, that. but that's why he's a genius as well. So. Um, I, financially, I'm interested to see mm-hmm. how this model works because I'm not sure where the revenue comes from. Um, it's not like you know how Disney Plus did Milan and they sold that shit for was, was Milan like fifty dollars or some shit. Okay, either way, 30. no. Um, it was like thirty. It was like thirty. I, I spent that even um, though Milan, the Milan yeah, soundtrack is incredible. I don't like. But- I'm not spending no thirty. Yeah, for yeah that. I don't know. And I, like, I don't anticipate if there's going to be additional like movies. pricing, you know, like a like an over the top fee on top of the service. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't even think enough people have access to HBO Max on their streaming devices to even recoup a quarter mm-hmm. of what you would have made at the box office. So that's interesting to see. We will see how that shit goes. Um, I'm a big movie guy, so I'm gonna be locked in. Uh, all of our Spider Man's is coming back. Um, yes, gang shit. Uh. Big Toby, mm-hmm, Andrew, Kirsten Dunst, uh, Toby, Jamie Foxx. Andrew. Um, gotta get James Franco on this bitch mm-hmm. now. I'm just gonna bring back dead people. Uh, <laughs> so um, that that's gonna be so a must see. Everybody, yeah. Oh, um, uh, what's what's my man's name? What's my yeah, man's yeah, name? yeah, yes, sir. Um, so, oh, Mike I mean, Keaton in this bitch. Mike the Keaton? Marvel universe has potential to go in a lovely direction if they ever get to release movies again. So, um. It it, it it should be fun because I, I think this Spider-Man is really going, you know, the multiverse shit is really going to open up a lot of cool crossovers and uh, shit that we as fans, the shit that we motherfucking live for. You feel me? Um, especially and especially with the uh, the previous two Tom, Marvel Tom Spider-Mans Holland being is, Tom very, Holland very good. Is, is the best Spider-Man in um, Homecoming and they and get Far to From bring Home. in the, the other two Spider-Man to make that nigga look better. Easily. Come on, man. That's that's. Man, man, shout out to shout out to our nigga at Marvel. Uh, what's his nickname? Um, you know the head Kevin Feige. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I, out here doing Hell his yeah. thug, thug thizzle. Still waiting on uh Bucky and Nigga Bird whenever they decide to drop that shit. <laughs> that is not that is uh, not his name. His name's Captain America. Damn it. <laughs> This man wasn't. This man wasn't playing video games and smashing his homie to be called nigger bird. Listen, niggas have not asked for (laughs) a minute of new Black Mirror since that shit, bro. It's like you know. (laughs) I'm I'm bull all the way on Black Mirror as a staff, as a record label, as a crew. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Dr. Manhattan smashing cheeks, bro. Um, virtually smashing cheeks. So, hey, you, if y'all niggas want to do that shit in real life, we are very sex posy pod, but it was the virtual shit that made it weird as fuck. <laughs> That's what, that fucked me up, man. Um, <laughs> I, I, was, yeah. I was still confused about that. But um, 
Shout out to real quick, shout out to my dog, Damson Idris. Yes, sir. Just let us know that they finished filming season four of Snowfall. Shout out to Snowfall. That is that on I've only the watched way. Three episodes Snowfall is of. big fire. Ah. Nah, nah, okay. nah, nah. Run through that. I, I literally didn't get hit to it. I'm gonna get hit, my guy. Um, Run through that. Please yeah, I do. think that's really uh, all the super important shit. Um, keeping this bitch brief. Uh, Wes, your L's of the week. Ah, oh. my L's of the week is uh our president. Mm-hmm. Um, since the last time since the last time we spoke, no, uh, there was an election like you alluded exactly. to. Uh, he did not win the election. Uh, mm-hmm. he did. Uh, he did not win it um, on the first night. Uh, he did not win it on the next night or the night after that. Um, but every day since then, over a month, he's been uh, bitching and moaning, complaining, uh, talking to mm-hmm. us like we're dumb. Yep. We should have known. We should have left that nigga alone. And now we're stuck with uh, him. Uh, so he's been bitching this entire time. Uh, uh, filed many lawsuits in different states that have, are all getting denied. And Trump's time is coming to an end so it's an l for him personally but a w for us as a country um it's been a very long four years with him as president and i'm very uh much very much so looking forward to what these next few years under uncle joe and hopefully a more progressive and younger cabinet Um, uh, shout to cleveland's own marshall fudge uh getting uh getting that ben barson uh director of hud seat shout out to you girl um, that's, that's, that's big win for Northeast Ohio for sure. Um, and... <laughs> there we go. um, Ohio, my, I got two prong L's of the week, uh, a less serious one and a more serious one. Um, the less serious one, Letitia Wright. Um, I, I, I guess this one's kind of, it's kind of two prong. It goes mm-hmm. to both Letitia Wright and we just bigged up Marvel and Marvel as well. First of all, they gave, you know, this Chadwick Boseman untimely passing, no time to breathe. None. I mean, we didn't get nothing. They were supposed to start filming. I think soon um, for black Panther two. Um, no time to breathe. No time to really, I'm sure they've reconsidered their options, but you know, that man still fresh in the dirt and you, you know, for the sake of the almighty dollar, you pushing forward in a disadvantageous situation to the point where you decided that you were going to now make Letitia Wright the star. I don't know if she, if they plan on making her Black Panther in this film. I would assume so. Um, comically, you know, from a canon perspective, uh, Shuri does become the Black Panther. So it makes perfect sense. But Letitia Wright don't know how to shut the fuck up. Um, Oh, you got to do That's it. Be quiet. Get your and check you know you are on the precipice she of taking over. I will say the most important character role in the history of black film. Um, the role of Black Panther is so significant from a cultural and and a monetary perspective um, that I, I think right now there's no bigger honor in Hollywood. Um, and she was tremendous in Black Panther 1 and the Avengers films. She has been tremendous in everything that she's been in. She is a mm-hmm. great actress. Yep. Yes, she was. She was um, in Black Panther before they Being anti-vax is one thing. It, it, listen, it's stupid, 
first and foremost, especially during a pandemic that has killed nearly 300,000 people uh, in America alone, just in America. Um, but just, um, just in America, yeah. to be anti-vax is dangerous enough. But then once you include the the homophobic anti-trans rhetoric and shit that she also retweets and spews and you understand that bro like she in that sense she is just as problematic as some of the far right wingers you know what i'm saying like not in a way where obviously she hates black people or that she hates white people and wants to kill white people or whatever but in a way that that shit when you be out here mass retweeting fucking Farrakhan and promoting these fucking fallacies that a lot of uh, uh, impressionable people take as fact that disparage other members of our community, black women, trans women, gay people, people all over the LGBTQ spectrum, you just as bad as them. You just as bad as... You know, at, at spreading, uh, just as guilty as spreading yep. propaganda and bringing, um, you know, bringing a negative light and bringing disenfranchisement and bringing, um, you know, further difficulties and discrimination to people in our community. <coughs> um, so in that sense, um, you know, that honestly, that's not especially when you think about the fact that it was Chadwick Boseman that passed, man. You know, that was somebody who cared about everybody. He loved all of his people. He literally fought and worked and died for his craft to be able to represent his people in the light that they deserve to be represented in. And he died for it. He literally, up to his last moment, his last day. Shit, uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, his last movie, um, debuts on Netflix, I think, in a week or so. Um, with uh, the one, the only Viola Davis. And then when you look at that, you look at Chadwick Boseman literally dying for this shit. You look at Angela Bassett. You know what I'm saying? You look at all the people that, you know, shit, even Michael B. Jordan. People be giving him shit, but, you know, he did his thing. For all the people that work endlessly to make Black Panther as inspirational and as uplifting as what it is. And then as soon as you get the bag, you start talking about that bullshit. Like, it, it pisses me off. As a black person, it pisses me off. You feel me? Um, and it, 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 yeah, very much it's, so, bro. It's, it's, it's um, just disappointing, disheartening. It's like, yeah, especially you, you, especially like you said, like being part of of, of a movie and a franchise that that means so much to diversity and inclusion. To to find out that you outside of your character don't necessarily represent that or rear that, that that's disheartening, and it is very mm-hmm. hurtful to. To everyone who, who's a fan of, of her, who's who's a fan of the the Marvel franchise, yes. who's a fan of Black Absolutely. Panther, absolutely, who does, who is inclusive, who does support diversity, um, and, and it's gonna be hard for us to kind of see her in, in, in any type yeah. of role moving yeah, forward, just because we know, yeah, like the the, the bubble's been popped, that 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 veil of ignorance is now, and we know we know exactly who she is, uh, unfortunately, and. On yep. top of that, it's, it's also going to, um, you know, it's going to take away from the movie itself when it does come out. A movie that, first and foremost, we don't want right now. They can wait five years before they give us that shit. But uh, 
it's it's going to paint a target on his back mm-hmm. for criticism from the media and from white people. Um, so thank you, Letitia Wright, uh, for that. Uh, the it, that's not even a serious L. The serious L of the week goes to Scottie Pippen Jr. Bro, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's it. Huh? He, why, does he he gets the, why does he get he the gets L? The L for what he has to go through? Not because he, he did something he stupid, get, but because he, he is perpetually he losing because of the ignorance of both of his parents. He can't win. Hmm? One of his parents. Well, I mean, one of his parents is a goddamn top fifty player uh, of all time. I don't know. One, one of his parents is getting cucked by Malik Beasley. Um, but poor Scotty Jr. <laughs> one, one of his parents has been separated from the Scottie other parents Pippen, quite some I'm time, sorry, but the media he doesn't want to deserve better than this. Part. I can only imagine walking into arenas and hearing all type of Larson Pippen chants, or oh god, for for for, for <laughs> heavens forbid, making it to the league and playing against Malik Beasley. Um, yeah, you know, uh, I'm I'm sorry, I'm I, I'm really sorry, and I feel for him, and and if you can judge by his Twitter likes. The bro, he's so disappointed in his mom. You never, you never want a child to ever be that disappointed in their mother. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's going through it. It's, uh, uh, Lars, Larsa sucks. Scotty sucks. It's, 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 uh, um, it's he got see. money, which, which, which is great. But you know that don't, you know that don't. That, I've seen Scotty. some other people talking about it. Him having money, it, it maybe it makes things a little bit easier, but that does not cure emotional trauma. So, who? He's oh, good. Cooper, yeah. Cooper saying Scotty Jr. What was they saying? He like he has money, so he's no. fine. Uh, yeah. That's faith in humanity. We just hit the ninety-minute mark uh, but, um, on our new, the more succinct yeah. version of our but, podcast. Yes. Uh, hopefully, this will be the norm going forward. It probably won't be though. Um, so, no, that he deserves none. Um, so. Uh, make sure uh, y'all engage uh, with the boys uh, at Beware the Hills on Twitter at Uptown Ace Boogie at Ain't That Wes with a Z for both of our Twitter handles. Don't hit us up, man. Uh, any feedback, whatever you want to do, let us know how you feeling. Uh, like, rate, share, subscribe, retweet, tell a friend, tell a friend. We we uh, on all types of podcast services um, from you know Stitcher to um, uh, Audacity. To uh, Napster, uh, okay, yeah, there we go. Um, you can find us anywhere, you know, Apple, yeah, Spotify, all that good shit. Um, make sure y'all check us out. Make sure y'all give us some feedback. Um, let us know how you feel about the pod. Let us know, you know, how you feel about it. What you want us to talk about? If you want to come on, any of that shit. And most importantly, man, um, stay black and um, get yourself a clubhouse invite, or you don't deserve to be alive. Hi, right, yep. Hi, right, bro, bitch.